At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Hi, my name is Lewis Howes, and welcome to the Daily Motivation Show. Today's episode is all about taking control of the role that money plays in your life. When you decide to learn the language of money, you begin to unlock abundance in all the areas of your life. Most beliefs um, are created from past experiences, right? So children, when they're in their early ages, their brainwaves are very slow. Like their brainwaves are in alpha uh, when they're like seven to 12. They're in theta when they're like two to six years old. And, and they're in delta like when they're newborn to two years old. And so these brainwave states uh, are states that were really suggestible to information. So when we hear information, we believe it. And we accept it, we believe it, we surrender to it as if it's the truth without analyzing it because there's no analytical facilities yet. The the analytical mind starts around 12 or so, 7 to 12, and that analytical mind is actually what creates a barrier between the conscious mind and the subconscious mind. That's really, really important because if you heard money is the root of all evil, money is bad, only certain people are allowed to make money, you have to work hard to make money, this is how you got to do it, and that becomes the foundation subconsciously, that's like recording an audio file. You just keep recording that audio file, it becomes a subconscious program, Mm -hmm. right? So a lot of people have a relationship with money based on either what they've been told or what they've experienced in their outer environment, right? So we gain information from our environment and the stronger the emotion we feel from experiences in our lives, the more altered we feel inside of us, the more the brain freezes a frame and takes a picture. And that snapshot is called the memory. Based on an emotion. Based on an emotion. The emotion alters our internal state. So you're going along as Lewis feeling really good, Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden you have this trauma, you have this crisis, you have this shock, and all of a sudden you have this dramatic change in your internal state, and your senses get heightened, and then you freeze the frame and you associate this internal state with whatever it is that's causing it, right? And that's how we create long-term memory. Those negative emotions really are derived from the hormones of stress, right? So the alarm system, the emergency system, creates an arousal. Uh, inwardly. And that arousal is saying there's something dangerous in your outer environment, right? And it could be a person, a circumstance, Mm -hmm. an accident or whatever. And that that change in emotional state causes you to remember the event. You got to pay attention, right? You got to stay really and narrow your focus on the cause. Think about people who have relationships with money, right? From the past. All beliefs are based on past experiences. So you have an experience where you lose money, you have an experience where uh, money's taken away from you, you have an experience where you don't have enough, you're living in a place where there's not enough money or a family that's not enough money, then the emotion that most people are living by on a moment-to-moment basis is lack. Like, I'm in lack of having something that I want, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, there's nothing wrong with that because the experience changes your emotional state, you freeze the frame, you take a picture. The problem is, that's hardware. So we think neurologically within the circuits 
of that past experience, yes. and we feel chemically within the boundaries of that emotion, which would say, for example, be lack. So the body is saying, I'm waiting for some external event to occur. I win the lottery. Mm-hmm. I marry the right guy. Whatever right, it is, right, right. you're waiting for that event to occur. That experience produces an emotion. So the emotion then takes away the lack. And so when we play the game in three-dimensional reality, the creation game in three-dimensional reality, <laughs> we experience separation from everyone or everything because our, our senses fool us into the illusion, the hallucination of separation. I'm here and you're there. Mm-hmm. I'm here and the door is over there. So I'm aware that I'm here at one point of consciousness and the door is over there, another point of consciousness. Okay, so in order for me to get from here to the door, I gotta move my body and do something through space. I gotta do something, and everything in this three-dimensional reality is gonna take time and energy, yes, right? So, yes. okay, so then here's here's Lewis right here, mm-hmm. and then he says, okay, I want this experience in my future, and your brain automatically predicts and projects how far in the future you think it's gonna take. Maybe it's. A year, five years, 10 years. 30 years. Oh my gosh. Right? Because that's what it's going to take to pay off that house, right? So now, one point of consciousness, I'm here. The other point of consciousness is where I'm placing my dream. So I'm separate Mm. from that experience. So then, how do I get to that experience? In three dimensional reality, you got to get up and you got to do something. You got to go to work. You got to drive to work. It takes energy. You got to fill your car with gas. You got to eat food. You got to work. You know, all this stuff. You got to sleep. You got to recover if there's stress. And now people are, in a sense, waiting for the experience that's 10 years down the road or 30 years down the road to happen to take away the lack of them not having it. And unfortunately, many times when the experience finally occurs, they can't enjoy it because mm-hmm. they're too exhausted, right? <laughs> right? So then, so you play the game, you go to school, you study really hard or you study on your own, you develop some skills, you make the right choices, you start saving money you start learning from your mistakes and then the game is how many things can you accumulate and that accumulation then you associate with being wealthy or being abundant or being successful right and some people get really good at it right you can get really good at that but for the most part though when we create from three-dimensional reality we're creating from lack and separation in other words you're driving down the road and you see someone driving a car that all of a sudden you realize that you don't have the moment you become aware that that person has that car and you don't have it, you're in lack of having it, right? Mm-hmm. So what the brain naturally does is it naturally creates you driving that car. And you have an image of yourself driving that car and you start identifying, wow, that would be a greater experience for me to have. The problem is the distance between the thought of what you want and the experience of actually happening for most people is the concept called time. Right between cause and effect, right? Uh So some people develop the ability to manage themselves and manage their life. They develop certain skills and they can pay for it and they can get it very quickly. The problem is when the novelty of that experience wears off, you know, the car, Mm -hmm. and they're no longer identifying with that, and the and the feeling of emptiness and lack comes back. They need to find something else. They gotta go find something else. And so there's this game that goes on where you never have enough, right? And that's the lack game. So then, if you think about people having the things they want in their life, when they create from lack and separation, it's the experience in three-dimensional reality that produces the emotion, and the emotion is saying, let's feel and experience this thing that you've been in lack and separation from, and that emotion then takes away the lack or separation. 
but you've worked really hard to get it. The person who's living in lack is waiting for their wealth to feel abundant. They're waiting for their success to feel empowered. They're waiting for their healing to feel gratitude. They're waiting for their new relationship to feel love. They're waiting for their mystical experience to feel awe. That's the Newtonian model of reality of cause and effect. You know, waiting for that event to happen to take away this separation or lack. Nothing wrong with it. It's the way most people create. But what we've discovered is actually something else. The moment you feel gratitude, your healing begins. The moment you feel worthy and abundant, you're generating wealth. The moment you're empowered, you are moving towards your success. The moment you're in love with yourself and you're in love with life, you'll create an equal. The moment you are in awe of life, you're going to have a mystical experience. I am so excited for you to finish the rest of your day strong. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to click the link in the description and it'll take you to the full episode of my other show, The School of Greatness. Make sure to come back tomorrow for another episode of The Daily Motivation Show. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including headliners, Adidas, Elf Cosmetics, and Lego. Rakuten is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. You can save on everything you need for summer like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of Big Give Week's 15% cash back. You won't see higher cashback rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it.